And welcome to the Future Faces podcast, hosted by the Future Faces Chamber of Commerce, the network helping young professionals across the West Midlands to network and develop. I'm your host, Sophie Podval-Morel, the manager of Future Faces. Now, this episode is a little bit different. We're going to be hearing from all of our brilliant Future Faces committee members, some new, some old. Hopefully, you'll feel that you get to know them a little bit more and what they're going to be bringing to the committee. I am joined by the wonderful Adam Gadsby. Adam, it's so lovely to have you with us. Yes, thank you for inviting me. How are you? Are you okay? Yes, very well, thank you. Good. Now, for those of the listeners who don't know you, I'd love you to just introduce yourself a little bit. Who are you? What do you do? Where do you work? Okay, so I'm Adam Gadsby. I work at PyChem up in Tamworth, um, and we are a distributor of scientific materials and equipment. So uh, we supply into uh, renewable energy and uh, electronic vehicles and all the research around the new technologies in those sectors. Wow. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea about any of that, so that's very exciting. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, the way I describe it is we've got a lot of very smart salespeople, and they sell <laughs> a lot of very complicated things, and I'm basically there to move all the boxes around the world. So, Brilliant. And you um, recently won Future Faces Ambassador of the Year for 2023. Yes, yeah, that was good. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm still a bit speechless about it, to be honest, because, say, from my point of view, um, I've been coming to the events um they've been great i've been telling people they're great and then you get me an award for it so brilliant <laughs> like, really good well just let's just talk a little bit about your so how long have you actually been a future faces member for uh so i think i've been a future faces member for about three years okay um but two of those years i didn't really do a huge amount with the networks. no so. so i i joined um i, I kind of joined the the chamber and got my job um this time last year so into september and you were actually on my hit list. You were actually one of my first calls. Hi, Adam. It looks like you're wanting to resign your membership. Yep. Why? And you said, well, because I don't like it, really. I'm not getting anything out of it. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so for, I think being based up in Tamworth, it was it was difficult to get to events. And we, I, I just wasn't seeing a huge amount of benefit from being part of the network. And then, obviously, got your call. I'm sure yeah. it was a, a difficult one to start you off with. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we had that conversation, and um, and I think what I said to you was, I said, would you just we, we're launching the mentoring scheme for the first time? Would is there any chance you'll just let me see if I can match you with a mentor? And if you still don't want to be part of the network, we can we can resign your membership. And absolutely. you went, oh god, what, how do to. I get her off the phone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is it. And um, yeah, I think that was that was really a, a gear change for me, and um, being part of that mentor program has has opened so many different pathways that I didn't realise were ahead of me and um, yeah going from there and the, the new uh, the themes for the months and the professional development events um, it, it really was like there's a switch suddenly changed within the, within the network and yeah, I've been a huge advocate since, really. So that was a really, really important call for me. Well, I remember so. actually the first time we met in person. I don't. I've never actually said this to you, but I was so nervous because I remember really? thinking, "I've called this guy. He didn't want to be a member. I forced him to stay on. Oh my gosh, what if he doesn't? What if he? What if he hates me and he's having an awful experience and he's just like 
you made me stay and now I'm going out, but you really enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, look at where we are now. So absolutely. yeah, no, it, yeah, it really was a, a game changer for me that call. So it's so a little a little plug for the mentoring because I know that that was a massive shift for you. Yeah. I mean. You were very blessed with one of the most fantastic mentors, weren't you? Um, yeah, Mo is he's a, certainly a character. He's, he is. Yeah, so knowledgeable. And, um, so that's Madassa. So he works for Aston University, which does, yeah. are one of our wonderful patrons. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know how, how? So that relationship really sort of was a big, big shift for you. Yeah. So it, it's really, like I say, it was it was a gear change. Um, I went in there not really knowing quite what I wanted to achieve. There was um, there's a few things sort of in my professional career that were starting to manifest themselves, um, but I had no real idea on how to really grab that. Um, so the conversations I had with Mo were were great, like absolutely fantastic. Um, so we stay in touch to this yeah. day, having conversations about a few things. And um, We got a panel together recently. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Talking um, about it. The, the scheme itself, I, I can't shout about enough. It was such a... A brilliant experience for me, and I say it's it's taking my career in a completely new direction. I wasn't sure whether it was going to be the right one or not, yeah. but um, but yeah, it's been absolutely brilliant. So. Now I'm just going to pick up on something you said earlier about um, one of the reasons you were looking to resign was it's difficult to get you know in to get difficult to get to the events, etc. Now we've not changed the location of the events. No. So for you, what has been that? You know, obviously there's been a massive. I suppose attitude change because you've now you now see the value. Yes. But you you do really travel, bless you, from Tamworth, and you organise all your colleagues to come as well, don't you? Yeah, I have been dragging a few along. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's the the quality of them, and I think the main the main draw of it was again the, the first cohort mentoring kickoff event. Yeah. Um, which I think was was Harry the. Yeah, the Harry man? did. Yeah. yeah. So that was. That was an absolute blinder of an event. Um, really, really enjoyed that. And I think that was the catalyst for me. Um, you know, the, the socials that we have up in, in town within Litchfield are great, but they, you know, they're kind of the same thing over and over again. So coming down into the city centre that first time and having this this sudden amazing event was really like, oh, hang on a minute, what's what's going on down here? Actually, it's not the same thing we're getting up in, in town with. It is, it is completely different. And that's what's drawn me to to come to more events and, and take in more of that. And that's why I've been I'm, you know, bringing some of my colleagues down and, and really shouting about that up in our local region about actually, you know, come to these events. They are, a, you know, world of different from yeah. the social kind of thing. So. And I think sometimes it just takes one brave person in an organisation to go, right, guys, we've got these memberships. I'm getting this train. Let's meet at the station at this time. We'll go in yep. together. We'll come home together. And actually, it's just about kind of making that a bit of a community and a bit of a fun thing to all travel in together. Absolutely, and I think that that's what I'm what I'm really trying to do now, and is is champion what what the network's doing, and yeah. and get more people on board with it because there are still people that I see at the the local social events that yeah. I don't see at the the city centre events. It's yeah. like, well, why not come yeah. down? Like you know, so that that's one of my my big drivers at the moment. We're, we're obviously very excited that you, you're going to be part of the committee now and that will be one of the things that you're wanting to, to shout about is, you know, you don't have to be in the city to, to be part of the, the, the committee. That's it. What was it that made you decide, yeah, I'm going to join, I want to be part of the committee? Um, I think it was uh, a bit of bullying from, from you and from some, <laughs> of the other, some of the other committee members, I think. Uh, but no, uh, so getting the Ambassador Award was a, was a big thing for me um, and 
say, joining the network and really integrating with it and seeing the benefits it's given me, uh, it, it is making it very easy to shout about. So taking that step up onto the committee, and if I can use that platform now to help spread the word to the local area that I'm in yeah. of what's going on in the city centre and get more people down there or bring some of those events to our local area as well. Yeah. I really want to do that. Um, I say with, with working for Fiona, who's the, the Litchfield and Tamworth president and having a close relationship with Chris Brewerton, who's our divisional director, um, I think I'm in that position now where I can really help bring our local area into the, the, the fold, really, and, and get those benefits to more people. Brilliant. And so, over the next sort of 12 months, over the next year, what are you looking what are you looking forward to most? Um, it is easy getting some of those events up there, and, you know, and if I can if I can get some of the some of the guys that I know from the socials to come to me and say, right, this is great, this is what I'm, this is what we were looking for, then that that for me is what I'm after. Brilliant, so. brilliant. Well, we're really looking forward to working with you, Adam, over the next twelve months. Thank you so much for your time today, and uh, I will look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So I'm now joined by Harry. Harry, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you. Cool, yeah, thank you for having me, Sophie. Um, so I'm Harry Page, I'm the Centre Manager at Digital Innovators. Um, at Digital Innovators, we run employability skills programmes for uh, young people across the West Midlands. Um, so my role within that is um, organising and delivering on those, on those programmes for the young people to enable them to become young professionals that hopefully one day we'll see within Future Faces. Yeah, and how long have you done that for? So I've been at Digital Innovators now for uh, going on to my fifth year, so a long time. Yeah. Um, I joined there as an intern uh, for two weeks and they've never been able to get rid of me. <laughs> so here we are. Brilliant. And I suppose, um, you, I mean, you're brand new to Future Faces yeah. Committee. Um, what sort of made you want to apply for the committee? Yeah, so I first got introduced a year ago by yourself yeah. to Future Faces um, and helping with the, the mentor programme that was running. Yeah. Um, that was fantastic and it was really good to actually see because I hadn't come across Future Faces before it was really good to see um, this network of like-minded young professionals coming together because obviously when you go to the other networking events or those sorts of organisations it's quite daunting yeah. a lot of time it's just filled of room of six-year-old crusty white men <laughs> in a lot of circumstances but that'll be you one day exactly <laughs> hopefully not the crusty bit um, but it was really good to actually see people that are like-minded and striving for the same sort of ideals and values that you are. Um, it's funny because normally when people join, when sort of people come to a Future Faces event, they kind of walk in, you know, hide at the back of the room. But yeah. we actually got you on stage oh, for the yeah. first ever event. You yeah. kind of not like there was, there's come no on, Harry. <laughs> there's no hiding um, when it comes to those sorts of things. And it's from my role within um, Digital Innovators and actually helping people develop their communication, collaboration skills, their, their growth mindset as a whole, is that that's what I wanted to bring to that. But even yeah. more so for me, um, and I'm sure we'll get onto this, is what I do actually want to bring to the committee as well and allow other people, because I'm very aware of young professionals, they get given a lot of the technical skills when they go into organisations, but they're not actually given a lot of those... Um, soft skills. The, the softer skills yeah. or tend to sway towards calling them human-centred skills because they, they're not just relevant in your professional life but you as a person yeah. as well so that, that was a massive part for me of wanting to join the committee of, of bringing those aspects to from from my 
professional yeah. background into supporting other young professionals in, in the West Midlands. So why did you des- decide to join the Future Faces Committee? You know, what was that kind of, yeah, actually, I'm going to apply, I'm going to go for it? Um, so I think first and foremost, it was the push from other people. Um, that was a massive point for me because I obviously know that I do have value, but like a lot of other people, um, our age and within our, our roles, we do suffer from that imposter syndrome quite a bit. Yeah. So being given that push from other people within Future Faces was a, a massive part for that first kind of jump into it all. Um, I think the second kind of part of it was once I actually got my head around, okay, well maybe I could do something, was seeing the value that I think I could bring to the table yeah. um, and seeing how I could maybe adapt some of those those positive traits that I think I do have um, <laughs> into 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 the committee as a whole. So and have you got was... any big ideas for anything dr- drastically changing or...? Um, I don't <laughs> want to rock the boat too much, don't worry. Um, Casting will still be in with a job and all that. <laughs> um, but for me personally, and I, some people might have read it when I put in the answers to, to my questions, but within the West Midlands, there is a, a massive issue with not necessarily young professionals developing, etc., but young people becoming young professionals in the first place. Okay. Um, in the West Midlands, we've got one of the highest, I think the highest rate of um, unemployed graduates in the entire of the UK. So there's something... Yeah, there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect between, okay, well, these people clearly are intelligent individuals, but why aren't they developing into these roles as young professionals or those individuals that we see within Colmore Road, etc.? And there is a barrier there. And I see that in the day-to-day work that I do with digital digital innovators, working with 16 to 24-year-olds who fit that, that target. So a massive part for me is and the, the, the influence that I want to bring into Future Faces is being able to um, bring in those individuals that don't see themselves as young professionals, they just see themselves as having a job. Okay. And it's thinking, okay, well, you, this might not be your career, but it doesn't mean that you can't be focused on developing yourself, developing your network, developing your human-centered skills that can enable you to go and have that career path, etc. Yeah. So that for me is a, is a real focus. That's amazing. I mean. As you know, you know, Future Faces, I, I always say it's a network for everyone. It doesn't mm. matter what industry you work in. It doesn't exactly. matter whether you work in finance, banking, IT, hospitality, retail, creative. Yeah. Everybody should have the chance to be, exactly. like you say, a young professional. Yeah. Um, and that is why we, I mean, we, we've, we've trialled this year, yeah. kind of putting these different themes in and these different topics. Yeah. Um, so really excited yeah. to see some of the ideas that you've got to, to bring. So what are you looking forward to most about the next sort of 12 months with Future Faces? Um, so I think first and foremost, it's the, the, some of the actions that I put forward previously of starting to get those connections and, and building those conversations um, with under, other individuals. I think secondly, it's actually that for, for me personally is that developing that professional network to another level. Yeah. Obviously with Future Faces being a member, it's allowed me to do that already. Yeah. Um, I think it's then having that extra responsibility um, that I'm, I'm really looking forward to actually striving, etc. And alongside that, that note really, it's being given kind of the, um, not the acknowledgement per se, but being a representative of the young professionals of Birmingham. Yeah. Um, I think that that's something I, I do take 
great pride in doing, which I'm very thankful why I was voted in <laughs> to be a committed committee member. Um, and I think for me, it's it's really been able to demonstrate what Future Faces is about yeah. and what the young professionals of of the Greater Birmingham area are about as well. It's amazing because you in your you on your own are a young professional, but yeah. you also represent a group of young professionals yeah. that are sort of coming up behind you yeah, exactly. in a sense. So you kind of looking to pave the the way for them. Yeah, exactly. And I think that it's again talking about the. We've, we, I mentioned on the podcast before about whether that's imposter syndrome or mentoring, etc. It's opening up those conversations that, look, we do think the same things. We do worry about yeah. the same things as well. And I, I know, for example, Will, Will Crawford's been doing, doing a fantastic job of the wellbeing workshops, etc. And that's really opened up a lot of those conversations. And for me, looking forward into the next year, it's about talking about those issues more, not necessarily... Um, taking away uh, Will's limelight of doing fantastic <laughs> things with mental health or awareness, but talking about the other, the other things that people face within a, 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 their professional day-to-day -day lives as well. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Harry. It's been brilliant no to worries. have you back on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Second time round. Can't get rid of me. <laughs> and uh, look forward to working with you. Likewise. Now I am joined by the lovely Will Crawford. Will Thank you so much for joining us. How thank are you? Yeah, I'm very well. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, so for those who don't know who you are, can you just start from the beginning? Who are you and what do you do? Um, so yeah, um, I am the founder and director of Quiet Note, which is a company which uses our knowledge and expertise of music to provide a new direction into mindfulness. So we're a well-being company. We help people take better care of their mental health and well-being, looking at both the aspects of mindfulness around helping you feel relaxed, calm, and more peaceful, but also improving your focus, your concentration, and really just your you know ideas of purpose. And just talk a little bit about so how did that start? Because obviously you're the founder of this. How how exciting that you're a founder of your own company. <laughs> how did that begin? How did that start? Yeah, I mean it's it's really a lot to do with the reason why I came to Birmingham. So I moved to Birmingham about six years ago to study music and classical guitar at the Royal Birmingham Conservatoire. Wow. And I went in very much with the intention of becoming a musician. However, my final year unfortunately coincided with COVID-19. Mm -hmm. And because of this, I lost all my work because the live music industry completely collapsed, as we all know. And I ended up living back with my mum, no work and a lot of time on my hands. And it was around this point that I noticed a lot of people were struggling with their mental health and well-being. And something for me that had always kept my mental health afloat had both been a mindfulness practice that I discovered around the age of 17, but also a music practice. And so I'd be going around to people saying, you know, oh, I noticed you're struggling a little bit. Have you thought about trying some mindfulness? You know, it's really great for your mental health. It might just give you a bit of support. And I'd be met with people being like, well, you know, I don't really have the time for it. Oh, I'd love to give it a go, but I don't think it's quite for me. So I'd then say something like, well, why don't you find a piece of music which you really enjoy, fills you with, you know, loads of energy, um, and just take a moment to do that. And they'd be like, yeah, that's a great idea. I absolutely love music. I'll, I'm definitely going to do that when I get home. And I thought, well, hang on. You know, it's... There are so many similarities between mindfulness and music. What if we could use music to help people understand the concepts and almost use it as a way to cushion the approach into mindfulness? And so I asked myself, well, why don't this year, for my final year of my degree, why don't I explore the relationship of mindfulness and music? Got to the end of the year, having done that, really enjoyed it, started working with a few people, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, this could 
this could be a company, this could be a platform. And so I decided to move fully away from the performance and the music and just went into that. And that's where Quiet Note came from. So what, what year did you actually, what was, what year did Quiet Note, was it born? What was the first so year? So the official launch of Quiet Note is February 2021. Wow. And it's 2023 and yeah, you're yeah. already work. I mean, you've got a, a partnership with Pure Gym. Yeah. You've just worked with Selfridges. I mean... Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, this year especially has, you know, it's been crazy. I mean, we've had loads of support over the years from, you know, from Future Faces, from other organisations like the Birmingham Enterprise community. Um, and it's it's just a lot of graft, really. Yeah. But it's something that I'm hugely passionate about. And I feel that this could be a real long-term part of my career now. And, you know, it's not uh, the sort of classic entrepreneur startup seller for a load of money. It's actually, this is both, you know, a really exciting project, but it's got a really important social cause to it as well. You really believe in it? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so let's just talk about your Future Faces journey, because mm. it kind of sits quite nicely alongside your your business journey. Yeah, yeah, So how did you find out about Future Faces? Why did you join? So when I decided to pursue Quiet Note full time, I was like, how do I do that? I was like, I've got this great idea. I've done the research. I've worked with a few people. So I know this is a really solid idea. So I did what anyone does when they're stuck. And I called my mum. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, you know what I've been doing? I really want to take this and actually create this into a business. What on earth? You know, where do I start with it? Because I, I have no idea. I'd spent four years training as a musician. Um, and my mum said, well, you should see if there's any like local networking groups, any business support groups, and maybe see if there's a Chamber of Commerce in Birmingham. And then lo and behold, I sort of just searched Chamber of Commerce Birmingham and found out that there was, obviously there's the main chamber, but a branch of that which really appealed to me was the Future Faces element. And it was both the, obviously the networking side, which was a skill that I had had no experience in outside the music industry. So that was a really, um, that was really appealing, but it was mainly the professional development side, which I wasn't seeing from really any other business support groups, yeah. because there's a lot of professional support and development, but actually the personal development that Future Faces provided was like, oh, this seems like a really interesting way to actually understand how the network of Birmingham and how a business grows and builds. And so um, I got in touch. Um, and this was like two years ago now, so it was, it was very much, you know, started quite at a very similar time that I joined Future Faces. And you you had two memberships alongside, didn't you? So you've got the um, your Future Faces membership, yeah. which is what what the conversation we're having today. But you also kind of had that alongside a startup business membership. Yeah, absolutely. So the startup business membership also gave me. Um, a really good insight into the, how the whole chamber works and gave obviously gave me the access to all the other events. And a funny story from my very first networking event, I went along with someone I knew, um, which is always a safe way to do a networking event. And I thought it was like a whole sort of businessy sales thing. And so I was going around with like, hi, well, Crawford, I'm from Quiet Note. This is our service, would you be interested? <laughs> and I was just going along to people, like treating it a bit like a sales thing. And my friend took me to the side and said, you sound like an idiot. <laughs> Stop, stop trying to sell to people and actually start talking to them, start having a conversation with them. And this was like, it totally changed my perspective. Yeah. Because I honestly went in with the idea that it was going to be like a stuffy, you know, business networking event. And it just wasn't like that. And was this a main chamber event? So that, the first one was a main chamber yeah. event. And then the second one was a Future Faces. It was just one of the general social networking events that we run. And that's when I went in and I was like, okay, I've got no agenda here. Yeah. I'm just trying to meet people. 
talk and I think at that event I met um, Sarah from Sports for Life or someone um, who I then went on to do some work with Amazing. and you mentioned um, Selfridges and that came out of a conversation with Sam at a Future Faces event and it was going into the conversation just wanting to have a conversation yeah. I wasn't going in trying to sell or trying to get anything I had no agenda it was just an opportunity to you know meet and talk and learn from people and that was like a huge change for me but yeah so actually having the dual membership between the main chamber and the startup support and future faces you know was was a real it was a real good move to start with because i mean we might have some listeners today who actually themselves are entrepreneurs looking to start their own business or have just started their own business so you'd recommend doing doing both memberships yeah a hundred percent i mean you've got to find what works for you and i think for me because i was like you know just on my own to start with i didn't have a team i didn't have anyone supporting me at that point and so it was actually getting that support was like so crucial um and so having both you know both um something systems. to help you with your business and something to help you personally yeah, ex- yeah. exactly exactly that and yeah and i think this year i've mainly attended future faces networking events because the other membership kind of did its job yeah sort of giving me that foundation i think anyone will find that you know you've got to keep that networking going you've got to continue to build your skill in your network But actually, the whole purpose for me of initially going to the chamber was to help me to grow and build QuietNote, which it did. So it's like I don't have as much time to go to those events now, but that's that's because it worked. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it got got me the business. It got me, you know, got me started. Brilliant. So you've been part of Future Faces for a little while. Um, How long were you a member? Then you decided, actually, I want to be part of the committee. What? What was that decision? Yeah, so it was a quite a quick turnaround for me. So it was, I was a member for two, only two or three months oh, wow. before I put myself forward to becoming a member, to becoming a committee member. Um, and I think the reason was the more events I went to and the more I spoke to the committee members, I was sort of getting to know that they were getting a bit of more of an insight into the network, getting slightly closer to the main chamber team. And I was like, actually, the best thing for me to do is just get as close to this network as possible. Um, I think Hannah Ellis um, said recently that being a committee member is like membership plus. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, no, it it definitely is a little bit because you do get those insights. But it's also, you know, I was getting so much from Future Faces and the main chamber that it was a really nice opportunity to give back. And I believe when I joined, you know, well-being was a topic of conversation which was just starting out. And so, you know, having spoken to a few committee members, I thought that I could, you know, just add my voice into the mix you know bring some you know new expertise um and it sort of i managed to find a really nice place within the committee and we're we're looking now over the next sort of um well in the next few weeks setting up officially these sort of working groups now we've already got the sort of well-being cafe concept um but what are you looking forward to over the next 12 months because you're going to be heading up the the well-being working group yeah well this is a really exciting a really exciting time because this year as i'm sure a lot of members have seen we've had our well-being cafe which is just an open non-judgmental space just for young professionals to get together and just you know freely talk about mental health without it being this whole scary black cloud of a conversation and we've had a really strong year but we want to continue to build it we want to make it better we want to make it more effective um, and so over the next sort of year or so what we're going to be doing through the working group is looking at balancing the well-being cafes with an event so we've got coming up 
um, this November. We've got the um, seated chair yoga with the Wellbeing Cafe. And so that's an opportunity, you know, focus on the exercise and then just have a chat about it. And our patron Gymshark actually our, is going to lead yeah, the session. Our patron Gymshark, which is really, really exciting. And then we've got in the new year, we've got um, Virgin Money with Amy hosting a financial wellbeing um, event as well, which is going to be fantastic because it's not just about looking at mental health and well-being as one thing. It's a massively diverse range, and actually, financial well-being is a really important issue and is a massive source of stress for so many people at the moment, especially young professionals. Cost all skin. Yeah, <laughs> I think a lot, like you say, actually, people think about mental health and well-being as being this one little thing that yeah. impacts a certain amount of people, but actually, it can impact lots of different people depending on what it is that makes you anxious or makes you stressed. A hundred percent. And it's not just our mental health, it's our physical health. It's our, it's looking at our entire lifestyle. You know, it's looking at our quality of sleep, looking at what we're eating, looking at our, looking at our fitness. And then of course, having that mental health support in place, not just when things go wrong, yeah. but actually having these systems in place so that when it does start to go wrong and you're in a, finding yourself in a difficult position, you're already equipped with the tools and techniques techniques to be able to deal with that without spiraling into something a lot worse and that's kind of the point in it you know we're not here saying we're top professional mental health support we just want to be a part of your mental health support system yeah a space where people can be honest ask Mm. questions and we can direct them to an expert that would be able to help them if they need it exactly and if anyone is out there listening who is struggling with severe mental health difficulties or is just feeling a bit in the dark or a bit lost do get in touch with us we might not be the people that you need but we can definitely point you in the right direction yeah and i mean we're working as well with birmingham mind which is our chosen charity of the year um so they're also a brilliant i mean it's a brilliant partnership isn't it this year for us to be able to support them 100 i think it like matches so many levels you know so much synergy between what we're doing because you know carrie and the whole birmingham mind team they're so supportive of Mm. what we're doing with future faces so it's not just a charity we're supporting actually this is a a real strong working partnership absolutely and if there is anybody listening that like you say kind of is looking for some support or help and um, they've they've now opened a hub which is actually located between um, Grand Central and the Bull Ring there's like that link bridge yeah yeah um, so there's a little drop-in hub if anybody if anybody needs it that is that is where to find it um, well, it's been an absolute pleasure it's to catch so up nice. yeah, and chat. Nice. Thank you so much for your time. And um, I'm looking forward to another 12 months with you on the committee. Likewise, now I'm very excited for the next year. It's going to be great. We are now joined by the lovely Jasmine Kane. Thank you so much for coming today, Jasmine. Lovely to be here. And for hosting us. You're hosting us in your offices. I feel like I have been a good ambassador for this office. Absolutely. I will name drop WeWork just because (laughs) I may as well. I've been absolutely rinsing them for their services today. Um, But yeah, it's lovely having everybody in. And Jasmine, for those who don't know you, who are you? What do you do? So I am a account director at Rewired PR. Um, So we are, yep. PR agency. Um, So we work across lots of different consumer and business to business accounts, both across Birmingham and the region, but also nationally. Um, So yeah, we just focus on kind of building a good reputation for all of our brands, championing their successes um, and yeah, just raising awareness of everything they do. And you specifically, how long have you worked at Rewired? What's your job title? Officially, um, I have actually just come up to my six-year anniversary. Oh, wow. Um, but I'm like the queen. I have two birthdays. Uh, <laughs> I have two anniversaries. So I actually started out with Rewired as an intern in the summer after university. This is showing my age now. Um, and then 
after a couple of months, I kind of said to them, are you going to give me a job? Like, you don't want to lose me? And they're like, <laughs> okay, fine. So, yeah, here I am six years later. So I kind of have, like, a six and a half year and then a six year. Two birthdays. <laughs> Love it. And um, so let's just talk about Future Faces a little bit. So yeah. how long have you been a Future Faces member for? Um, so just over a year, I think. Um, and I actually, my first event was at the very beginning of this year. Um, so back in January. And I think we'd had membership for a couple of months. But I was a bit wary about going out and networking. Yeah. Um, I think it's, you know, it, it's a bit scary when you've never really done it before. Um, so that's, yeah, a, a few of us went to an event at Aurel, um and I kind of really quickly realised that networking isn't just, you know, trying to sell yourself and your business, um, making connections on, like, a professional level. Of course, it's great when that does happen, but it's also all about meeting like-minded people um, who just want to get out of the office, have a good time, meet other people that know what they're going through. Um, so that's that's the main reason why I just kept going to all the Future Faces event, and I love it, and I'm a big ambassador of it, and I think that everyone should sign up and get a membership. And, oh, brilliant. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. Now, I know that you, obviously, you work for Rewired, yes. and therefore you work with Ruth Pipkin, the wonderful yes. Ruth Pipkin. Yeah. And Ruth was a big ambassador for Future Faces yeah. because of her sort of history with BYPY. Yeah. Um, and did she sort of encourage you guys to, to get stuck in? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think, you know, after the pandemic, um, I know that Ruth and um, the other business owner, Harj, they are both, I don't want to say schmoozers because I feel like that sounds like really <laughs> sleazy, but um, they're very much like they love being out and about. They love meeting people. And I kind of look up to them a lot of the time and I'm like, how on earth do you do this? Um, and we came back after the pandemic and I think they kind of really realised that, you know, a lot of people have just been sat behind a screen for two years. Um, people coming out of university, they've, they're not, you know, doing networking and going out and meeting people in the same ways. And I think they were like, do you know what? You guys were signing you up. You need to go out. You need to get, you need to see how fun it actually is. Um, and yeah, she was definitely a big ambassador of get out there. Like, you'll love it. You, it's it's horrible when you think about it in the build up of, oh my God, I've got to go and meet new people. I've got to talk about myself. But actually, once you're in there, you'll love it. And we all have. <laughs> and you're not a Brummie from your I'm not accent. A Brummie. You're, an, you're no. an adopted Brummie. So where yes. are you from originally? Um, a little town called Barrow Furness up north. Um, yeah, I'd love to say that I want to go back there, but I don't really because <laughs> my life is here. I love Birmingham. And yeah, I've been here like 10 years now. So oh, right. I'm never going back. Oh, and... <laughs> Sort of, you came to a first event in January, but yeah. I remember, I distinctively remember really properly meeting you. We did an event here in yes. the summer. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, you just seemed to be at everything and you just got really here stuck I in. Am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Um, yeah. And I mean, a big shout out to Amy Jacqueline, um, who is vice president of the committee. Um, she was actually one of the first people who came up to me on my first event and was like, hi. Are you a member? Do you want to come out more? Like, let's be friends. Um, and she has been amazing at just making me push myself as well. So, you know, um, nominating myself for the Greater BYPY Awards, um, which was, I, yeah, still can't believe that I actually made the finalists. Um, but that was amazing. And then she said, look, maybe you just want to get more involved. Um, and I just, I just love it. I just love coming out and meeting everybody and. Well, again, congratulations on being a finalist because 
we had a 40% increase in applications mm. this year. So to actually be a finalist was phenomenal. So Thank well you. done. And Thank did you enjoy you. The, the night? Oh, we well? had a great night. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. We'll leave it there. Yeah, it was a good night. <laughs> no, no secrets being shared here. Um, now, you've obviously been a member for a little while. Yeah. Um, but what made you think, actually, I want to be on the committee? What, what made you want to join the committee? Um, so I think that, you know, all the reasons... I mean, everything that I've just kind of said, I want to kind of do a bit of myth busting around, you know, being part of a business group and being part of a business network. I think that moving away from home, um, going to university, then after uni, everyone kind of just disperses and does their own thing. And you're kind of just left on your own trying to figure things out. You know, it's great working in the team that I have. We're all really supportive and we collaborate together and we have good nights out um, and we're all really good friends. But I think that sometimes... um, you just want to have that external voice and opinion and be able to, you know, if you have a bad day, just be able to say, I've had a really bad day to someone who gets it. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, the more that I've gone to Future Faces, I've been like, I actually want to be able to do more of this and kind of build upon all the stuff that, all the amazing work that the current, well, past committee, current committee has been doing. Um, and yeah, just kind of recruit more people and let them know that it's not that scary to go out and about and actually like I am a totally different person than I was 12 months ago um, and I genuinely think that Future Faces is a big part of that you know it's really helped with my confidence um, and yeah I just didn't want to look back and I thought Do you know what I want to be able to make a difference I want to make an impact I want young people to feel like they're supported when they're starting out at those early stages of their careers um, and I just want to be the person that can help make that happen. So, and I suppose sort of being being part of each faces and actually getting to know completely other industry is like it's great yeah. that you've got some fantastic colleagues that you really like yeah. hanging out with. Yeah. But actually, you've now got friends who work in tax and legal and yes. all different industries that you yeah. wouldn't have and met before. Yeah, and I mean, um, half the time I'm asking them what they actually do because <laughs> I'm like that sounds so technical and like I know you do an amazing job, but it's. Yeah, but what wow. is it? <laughs> but what is it? Um, but I also think that that's, it's really it's really nice to have like kind of experiences across different sectors because what I've really learned from talking to everyone, um, from legal to finance to tax and whatnot, um, is we're all kind of winging it. Like we're all <laughs> just stuck in this haze of imposter syndrome and no one really knows what they're doing, but we're all actually doing a good job and <laughs> um, so yeah and I think it's 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 really nice having like that diverse kind of range of people to be able to um yeah just chat to and just yeah. know that you're not on your own and to quote Julie Roberts from Pretty Woman oh, yeah. flying by the seat of our pants yes absolutely quite <laughs> <laughs> <That> quote <laughs> um so obviously you're, you're really excited about joining the yeah. committee what are you what are you hoping to bring? What are you looking forward to the most about the next 12 months? Um, I think I am really keen to get into mentoring, which I know is a big thing with Future Faces um, of the last kind of year or so. Um, and I think that I really want kind of mentees to feel like they can reach out to someone that's really kind of closer in age to them because I know that there are mentors that are quite advanced in their careers, but I I would be really keen to kind of explore having more of like a junior level of mentoring. So, you know, like a Birmingham buddy that can just be your pal, like before a networking event, so you've got someone to go to, or just be able to um, kind of 
chat about your day and like how work has been going and the things that are really niggling on your mind um, for someone that is only a couple of years older. They've been through that really recently and they kind of get it. Um, and I really want to um, work with Tom and Harriet and the team um, to yeah maybe just explore that in a bit more detail um, because I think that when we can all support each other, we're only going to grow and we're only going to do good things. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the main thing that I'm looking forward to. But I'm also just really excited to meet new members. Um, yeah, host some really good events, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, they're the best part. Um, and just continue learning from everyone else. And um, hopefully we can all kind of um, do a lot of professional development together. Um, well, I think, you know, for people who are listening, you're super approachable. And I think, you know, you've shared that kind of want to help people. So yeah. if you're listening and you want to find Jasmine on LinkedIn, you can drop her a message, add her, connect with her. Yeah. And I'm sure you'll be happy to hold anyone's hand who yes. uh, needs hold. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you want to come to WeWork for a coffee, then um, my door is open. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you so much, Jasmine. It's been so lovely to chat and catch up with you. Thank and I'm really looking forward to working with you on the committee over the next 12 months. Can't wait. A big thank you to all of our committee and presidents who have been able to share their insights today on why they wanted to be part of the committee and what they're excited and passionate about for the next 12 months. We're so grateful for all of the advice, all of the um, inspiration and all of the top tips that they've given to all of our listeners. Thank you for listening to the Future Faces podcast. You can find more episodes on all major listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And don't forget, you can follow us on our social media, on Instagram, LinkedIn, and our new TikTok page, at FF Chamber. <laughs>